Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Thursday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Hey, you almost hit me. How are you? I'm good. Good. What's lots, going on? Lots of news today. Excellent. Let's start with the Disney Parks Moms panel. The class of 2020 has been announced. There are 14 new panelists. Three are men and 11 are women. And they are joining 28 alumni to form the 2020 group. And what do uh, what do moms pan what does the moms panel do? They answer questions that are posed. I know you can do it on the Disney website, the Disney World website. Sometimes things will pop up. You can ask questions there. But also, if you're looking at a resort on the Disney website, sometimes there'll be questions that are then answered and kept um, from the Disney moms panel so mm-hmm. someone will ask a question about are there coffee pots in the room and then you know you'll see the the answer from um one of the um panel and that stays there so that you can always find that information awesome yeah yeah i know the uh the disney blog does mom panels mom panel mondays oh yeah a lot of times throughout the year and they will post a question or an answer Okay. So yeah, those are made up of real disney travelers these are people who travel a lot to Disney World, Disneyland, um, the Disney Cruise Line with their families. And so they're, it's supposed to be firsthand experience, which you don't get when you necessarily call Disney to book something. Sometimes the people that you're talking to maybe haven't been to where you're, um, where you're asking about. But the mm-hmm. mom's panel is supposed to have been to those places and be more like, you know, talking to your neighbor about their experience that they just had. Right. That's cool. And I don't know if this is the group as a whole or just the new group, uh, but it says collectively they have taken taken 714 Disney vacations. Yeah, it's got to be the – I'm thinking it's the whole group, not just the 14, but um, but that's still a lot of trips. Yeah. So, yeah, they um, generally know what they're talking about. I have seen some answers from them that I don't think are questionable. Yeah. But um, overall. That's not the – that wouldn't be the official Disney drive time uh, answer. No, I've we have our that. own bad answers. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, all right. Um, the 2020 Olympic surfer uh, Caroline Marks was at the surf pool at Typhoon Lagoon recently. I think it was, you know, sort of a photo shoot um, public publicity thing. Right, right, right. Um, but she is going to be in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. This is going to be the first year that the Olympics features. Surfing as one of the sports. Is it uh, a medal sport or a demonstration? I don't know. Oh, you don't know that, do you? No, Neither I do I. I didn't really. I didn't even know there was. I didn't even know that those were two yeah. things. But that's uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, Typhoon Lagoon does have a uh, surf pool that generates waves, and there are certain times throughout the year uh, that you can actually take surfing lessons prior to the park's opening. Yes, those are so nice and early in the morning if you ever want to do those. It's very cool. Hang ten. Yeah. The Disney Magic is back in Miami. They are doing itineraries to um, the Western Caribbean and the Bahamas. Excellent. They are also featuring um, some Marvel Days at Sea. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. And the Magic is the ship that features the Rapunzel dining room. I don't know what the... Do you know what they call the... That? Rapunzel's Royal Table. Okay, Rapunzel's Royal Table, where um, she comes around... With uh, Flynn Rider and, you know, visits each of the tables. I think there's some song singing, which is sort of a new concept on the Disney ships. They didn't used to have, for their main dining, they didn't used to have characters 
there, um, but they are switching things up. Um, I think on the wonder they do Tiana. Tiana's place. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Tiana's um, got the musical show going on during dinner. Yeah. Real jazzy. I like it. it. I think it's a nice concept, especially for Disney cruise line. Mm-hmm. So if you, like that sort of thing. I would really like to get on the magic just to see that, just to be a part of that. Um, and if you want to do that, Disney magic out of Miami. Excellent. And if you do sail on, well, who can they go to? They can go to a travel agent. Yeah, they can go to you. That's right. And if you do sail on the magic. Um, what do you have? Let, your favorite server? I was going to say my favorite server, Orlin Aquino from the Philippines. So All if right. you book the magic, ask for Orlin. Okay. So in... Disneyland, they have a new popcorn bucket that was released. It's not necessarily a new popcorn bucket. I guess it's been out in Tokyo um, and maybe one of the other parks, but it's new to Disneyland and it has not rolled out in Disney World yet. And that is the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket. Not only is it a popcorn bucket, it is a dual purpose bucket. It is also a fry bucket. So at the popcorn cart in Tomorrowland, you can have it filled with fries. And at the Galactic Grill, you can have it filled with uh, fries. Uh, yeah, you said fries oh, the first sorry. time, too. Uh, but yeah, popcorn, popcorn in Tomorrowland, fries at Galactic Grill. No matter what you have it filled with, the price is still going to set you back $25. Have you seen – you're looking at a photo of, of it closed. Yes. You, so part of that flips up. It's a pretty flat – it's the Millennium Falcon. It's it's pretty shallow. Right. Well, you know, um, it's built – the Millennium Falcon was built for smuggling, so it can hold a lot. Sure. Yes. There's a piece that like flips up on it, but it still does not hold very much popcorn. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think you could count the kernels that you could actually fit in there. Uh, What do you think it holds more, the Millennium Falcon or that Christmas tree they put out over the The holidays? Christmas tree. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, But it's, uh, I don't know, it's cool looking. I mean, I wouldn't want it sitting around my house. Still, we find one of these babies when we're out there next week and we're bringing home like three of them. No, no, we're not. Yes, we are. No. Yes, we are. Uh, if anyone needs one, you can request one, and then maybe Tony will take one home for you, but I'm not having those things sit around my house. Uh, what I would like sitting around my house is one of the new do- Dooney and Burke bags. Uh, Park Life is the pattern on those, and they are debuting on Friday at Disney Springs. At the Ever After Jewelry Company and Accessories. Very nice. Yeah, we had talked about those a little bit before. Um, it's a fun pattern, but yeah, I won't be getting yeah. one. And, uh, you know, Dooney and Burke, uh, it's not just one bag. Um, it is the bright pink print with all of this new Park Life uh, character uh, mm-hmm. stuff on it. And it's going to be a crossbody, a satchel, and a tote. Okay. Uh, annual pass holders will have an opportunity to purchase their own exclusive design. Ooh, fancy. While supplies last. Hollywood Studios has been messing with their hours a lot lately, and this is just continuing. The hours um, have changed again. Now through January 26th, they're going to go with a 7 a.m. 7 a.m. opening where it was previously going, uh, listed as being an 8 a.m. opening. I so. don't know. I think I think I'm there next week. Yeah, I may have to do the morning. We've only got like three hours, but I may I may go before our cruise. <laughs> All right, yeah, see just, if you can get on it or not. I just wish they would, uh, you know, open early or not open. Oh, this this whole fluctuation with the hours. I know it's busy. Yeah, but just just pick a time. Right. Um. We talked about the Lunar New Year at Disneyland. Well, actually, Disney's California Adventure. The menus for the Lunar New Year marketplaces have been released today. Um, they're all Asian foods. They are at – there's a couple. There's, what, four, I think, restaurants that are featuring them. What are the – which restaurants are – is it – or some of them are carts. 
Yeah. Um, let's it's see. Down, it's down here. So the names. So the first one here is the Red Dragon Spice Traders. Um, and then Prosperity Bao and Buns. Bao. Bao and Buns. We argue about this every time. Um, Lucky, Lucky 8 Lantern. Lantern. Longevity Noodle Company. And I think that's it. And right. then you, they also have released the 2020 um, Sip and Saber Paths for, to be used at the Lunar New Year marketplaces. And those are how much? 40 something dollars. Those oh, are scroll down, scroll down. There you $42, are. including tax. Okay, yep. And if you're an annual pass holder, you can get a discount, plus you can you get a lanyard to hold it if you're um, an annual pass holder. So Nice. All of these culinary uh, options are available during the Lunar New Year celebration from January 17th through February 9th at Disney's California Adventure. Nice. The full menu for the Regal Eagle has been released. Um, it's a lot of what you would think, um, but there's some pricing on them, which is, you know, uh, good to see. So we have some idea of what we're going to be spending. I think the prices are somewhat reasonable. Uh, what do you think? Um, you know, uh, real quick, they've got an American platter, which is three meats, one side, and a garlic toast for eighteen ninety nine. Memphis dry rub, drub, eh. Memphis dry rub pork ribs for fifteen ninety nine. Kansas City smoked half chicken for thirteen ninety nine. Uh, barbecue burger uh, or brisket sandwich for twelve ninety nine. North Carolina chopped smoked pork butt platter, power green salad, or South Carolina smoked sausage sandwich, eleven forty nine. Then they've got some plant-based items. They've got the barbecue jackfruit burger, uh, which does not have a price listed. And then they've got some sides, uh, beer batter onion rings, or burnt end baked beans for $4.99, along with coleslaw, french fries, garlic toast, house-made pickles, and mac and cheese. Uh, the kids are going to get a barbecue chicken leg or a chicken salad. For $7.99 and $7.49, respectively. Uh, the kids can also get a barbecue rib. And it says barbecue rib, so I think it's just they get one rib. <laughs> Um, you know, with sides and everything, that's eight ninety nine. Or a kid's cheeseburger is seven seventy nine. They've got some desserts: banana pudding, s'mores brownies, fresh watermelon cup. Um, each of those are five dollars. Um, various beers. They've got a hard cider. They, I'm looking at. Let's see, one, two. There's, uh, there's only. I'm seeing four beers listed. Um, three wines and a specialty cocktail, the Tennessee Lemonade, for fourteen dollars. Um, the beers are nine twenty five a piece. The wines are twelve dollars a glass. Um, so you know, I mean, it's a pretty varied menu. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I think the pricing of the food is fair. Um, mm-hmm. The beer's expensive, but you know, I guess it's only a problem if you're a drinker. I don't drink beer, so right. I just I think for a fast casual restaurant, uh, there's a lot of choices. There is a lot of choices, and I think that the prices are decent. All righty. Yeah. In Epcot, in the World Showcase, they have started changing over some of the background music. Um, This new background music includes um, songs from movies. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are like movies with characters. Uh, They've changed the background music in China, Mexico, and France. What are some of the songs that they're sort of featuring in So China has uh, songs from the 1998 movie Mulan, uh, which include Reflection, A Girl Worth Fighting For, Honor to Us All, and I'll Make a Man Out of You, um, which is uh, pretty interesting. Uh, Over in Mexico, they are debuting songs from Coco, 
in the uh, song loop. Uh, they do not mention, let's see, uh, Paloma Negra and La, La Lorna uh, are the two songs there. And over in the France Pavilion, uh, they are taking songs from Beauty and the Beast. So they have songs like Be Our Guest and Human Again, uh, as I, well as some songs from the Aristocats. I'm not sure how I feel about this. I liked the music that more went with the land instead of being related to movies that sort of are related to that country. Well, they're pulling these properties. They're, they're pulling the characters into the countries now. Which, yeah, so you know, much so. They didn't. The intention originally was to keep the park character free. Right. And now they're going in the and other then direction. It became such a, a tough sell, you know, without the characters that people didn't think it was Disney enough. And, and now the pendulum has swung to the complete other side where it seems like they're they're forcing a character into every pavilion. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I'm not loving it. I think I thought bringing the actual characters into some of the rides and stuff was okay. But like messing with the music, I'm not loving that. I do like that a lot of the pavilions have characters that do meet and greets there. Like Germany has Snow right, White. Right, exactly, yeah. Italy has Pinocchio. Mm-hmm. France has Marie. Or bringing like Belle. the Remy ride in. I'm right. okay with that. But I don't know. Like I, I want background music to be just that. I want background to be in the background. I don't want my background music to make me start singing along with it. You know, it should set a mood, but it shouldn't overpower You shouldn't notice it necessarily. Right. It should just be a part of the feel of that land. Exactly. But, you know, we'll see how it is when we're we're there, whether we like it or not. All right. Um, also at Epcot, Gateway Gifts is closing for a quick refurb. They're going to be closed from January 13th to January 18th, open on the 19th. And this is just to um, change up the interior just a little bit to match with some of the other interiors of merchandise locations so that there's sort of a uniform look to all of them. And they're also adding a package pickup to that location. All right. Uh, on the outside of the park... Uh, the gift shop store and package pickup will be closing on January 18th, um, but it looks like the gift stop cart will remain open. So that little store that's on the exit uh-huh. that you don't have to uh, yep. have park admission for yep. is going to be closing. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you don't want people to be able to buy your stuff without getting in. Blizzard Beach is closed for a refurb right now, and that is going to be extended out about a week a little less. It was supposed to close on. It was supposed to reopen on January fourteenth, and now they've moved that opening date back to January nineteenth. All right. Um, and then moving over to Universal, they have kind of a big deal going on there. Their Mardi Gras celebration is uh, getting ready to take place. Do you know what the dates are for their Mardi Gras? Celebration? Uh, the Mardi Gras officially begins on February first and runs through April second. So on select nights, you will be able to see some of the following acts in concert. Um, the Roots on February 1st, Carol G on the 8th, uh, February 15th, Belle Biv DeVoe, Ooh. BBD. On February 16th, uh, Plus Live, I have no idea who that is, February 22nd, Cool and the Gang, February 29th, TLC, March 7th, Ario Speedwagon, March 8th, Dustin Lynch, March 13th, Louis Fonzi, I think that's the uh, Mambo Number no. 5 guy, I, I, I don't know, no, maybe not. Uh, March 14th, The All-American Rejects. March 15th, Diana Ross. March 20th, Chris Young. March 21st, Earth, Wind, and Fire. March 22nd, Marshmallow. Uh, March 28th, Why Don't We? And March 29th, Gavin DeGraw. 
this is uh, Universal's 25th anniversary of their Mardi Gras celebration. Um, their theme this year is Treasures of the Deep. The parade will have six new floats inspired by the mystical creatures of the deep and the sunken city of Atlantis, um, as well as uh, fan favorite floats returning with all new decor. All right. They're also, they also do a, um, a, uni- a universe tasting tent. Uh, which features all different kinds of foods. It seems almost like a food and wine festival type thing. That um, would be the Carnival Around the Universe Tasting Tent. Nice. And that has dishes that are featured by carnivals worldwide. So mm-hmm. Carnival is a primarily Latin celebration just prior to Lent. Right. Um, so they are going to have new menu items debuting biweekly. Uh, so it's not going to be a set menu. Um, along with the Carnival Around the Universe tasting tent, there will also be authentic Cajun cuisine in the French Quarter Courtyard, and you can purchase a Mardi Gras tasting lanyard if you want to try a little bit of everything. Yeah, I think that's similar to like a sip and savor box. Right. right. All right. So that's kind of a big deal at Universal. Now, I think some of the really big, big news uh, in one of the other theme parks is that Holy Land Experience will no longer be performing stage shows. Um, As of April 19th, the the park will shift from entertainment to education. Uh, April 19th is one week after Easter. Um, They are also going to evaluate the use of their land. I guess they have some undeveloped land that is near the intersection of I-4 and Conroy Road. So maybe they will be uh, selling a bit of that. they're, they said they're going to assess other economic opportunities, including redevelopment. All right. So. Too bad we didn't get there while the stage shows were still I going know. on. I know. I don't, there's still time, right? There or is. is it done? Maybe we'll go there next week Maybe. before our cruise. Maybe. Uh, is that all we have for That's today? That's it. That's all we have. All right. So uh, check us out on Facebook. What's the name of our group? Disney Drive Time Podcast Facebook page. All right. And until tomorrow. I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>